astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today we are talking about eclipses. Mm. And so maybe you've already heard this mention uh, before. This does happen every year. We have, oh, we a, have Oh, we have two we have, for sure. Two lunar eclipses guaranteed every year. In yeah. some years we have three. Right. So um, you've maybe heard this word before, but today we're going to dive into what does that actually mean? Um, how does it affect you? And also, where do we see this in, I'm going to say, in popular culture, right? And, if and, you will. You know, and the big story, I think, is an eclipse is coming. An eclipse is coming. May 26th Yes, is coming, and we subscribe to the theory that you were already under its influence correct so the 90 days leading up to may 26 something's going on in everyone's life and we like to think they're gaining clarity right about something yeah well and because change doesn't happen typically overnight there's usually steps that take that happen to make change is that you're already maybe aware of what is in the process. You don't know the outcome yet. Mm -hmm. Maybe, oh, I'm applying for a job. Well, you don't know if you're going to get the job. You're just applying for it. Mm -hmm. So by the time that the eclipse happens on that May 26th date, you should know, okay, what is the final outcome? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, too. I I work, I think you do too, on the same theory that it doesn't happen after. The lunar eclipse is doing all the hard work the 90 days beforehand. So we know since February. Yeah. And you might want to go back and say, gee, did you set some goals back in February? Did you say, I want to do this. I want to get this done. This is what's going to happen to me. So that would be in a, a perfect situation to go, well, you're going to get some real feedback by May 26th. So you may get your answer by May 1st already. Correct. You know, some people do dial right in, though, on right the week of the eclipse. Well, too, I think it it depends on where it's happening in your individual chart, your sure. astrology chart, because right. it might be activating a very sensitive point. So mm-hmm. um, if you guys have heard us mention before, when I quit my job, uh, my corporate job, it was under a lunar eclipse right. that activated my sixth house. And it was like to the, I mean, within 48 hours of the lunar eclipse. Oh, yes. I was saying. And I didn't, at that time, I wasn't even tracking that in my individual chart. I know you were. I was. Um, so it wasn't even like I waited to that time to say well, you were it. airborne. You were on your way to this trip, remember? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, well, I can't, I felt like I couldn't, didn't need good to text you right. at that time because I knew you weren't going to get the text. So I was kind of sitting there like, oh my God, I wonder what's happening. And there's a part of me that even thought, well, she's on an airplane it's flying, so how can anything happen to her? I mean, because right. I, I didn't, I didn't buy into bad things like, oh, you're going to crash or something like right. that. I knew, because I, I knew it was about work, and here you were going on vacation. I thought, well, that's interesting. So I waited. I think I waited 48 hours before I texted you and saying, "You said, have you had any breakthroughs on this trip?" Yeah, like, a matter of fact. Yeah. Wait till you got, <laughs> anyhow, yeah, that was interesting. Well, I think we should put a little focus on the word eclipse. Yeah. Um, if you've ever used it as a verb, most of us don't, saying something eclipsed the event. Yep. 
So let's say you're going to a party for, let's say, a birthday party. Mm -hmm. And then someone at the party announces, I'm engaged. Oh, I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, that announcement has eclipsed the birthday. birthday. Right? So, you know, some people don't like that, by the way. (laughs) Right. Like (laughs) proposing at someone else's wedding. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. So there's there's the kicker, and there's the there's a little bit of trickster associated with the lunar moon, right? Yeah. It has a kind of a bad rap of scary things happen, unpredictable things, mysterious things. Well, the lunar eclipse is a full moon. Yes. Which people already have some, ooh, it's a full moon, you know, right. the crazies are out or whatever. Um, so, and then it's being eclipsed by... The, the yeah, the Earth's shadow is lining up with that, and it's blocking the moon's reflective light off. Yeah. Okay. So, interesting that we have this concept of eclipsing, and I would always, I would look at your life from this point of view. What's your present state of mind about something? And then an event happens, you learn some information, something presents it to you, and all of a sudden, you your, your past state of mind is eclipsed mm-hmm. by oh no, I know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get a new job. You know what? Or eclipse by, you know what? I don't think I like this person anymore. Yeah. So it does represent the idea of coming to a firm conclusion. And it can be something very subtle too, something that you've been talking about doing, and then you could never find the time or the motivation or think that I'm even capable of doing that. And then as the shadow kicks in, it's like you get the energy, the motivation, the drive to put it forward. I can think of someone specifically under a a lunar eclipse. Um, They were renting, they'd been renting for years, said, I cannot afford, I cannot afford, they kept saying, I can't afford to buy. And then they (laughs) came into the 90-day window of that eclipse. And all of a sudden, they were talking to a realtor, and they could see how this could work, and they went, yeah. oh my, they couldn't believe it. It's going to happen. I'm going to own a house. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's what happened. Exactly. It was eclipsed. And again, it takes, it doesn't take a major event to create the eclipse. No. It takes someone nudging you or just showing you a different way, or again, a change in belief system of some sort. You're right. It's not always hard facts like that story is. Yeah. Well, and just because I'll plug it, I mean, the academy you know, we've been talking about the Academy for the Astrology yeah. Academy for a while. We kind of got on a roll and then I got discouraged by how overwhelmed I was with yeah. the technology and, and what kind of order are we going to go in and what's the most relevant and then it kind of fell by the wayside. Yeah. Right. And then God, it did. I'm like in my head every day I was, I was yeah, thinking I'm just, about I'm it. I'm thinking of this for the first time. I'm just yeah. applying this no, to I, what's yeah. going on with us. And it fell by the wayside, and I just, every day I was thinking, how am I going to get this done? Like, I know I want to get this done. I know I want to do this, but I couldn't find the energy. Even on days, if I didn't have clients, I just couldn't figure out how to get the courage or the will or whatever it was. I was overwhelmed to start the project. And then here it was. It was February. I think it was like right after my birthday that I we started drilling down and I just, I got the drive out every day. I was doing something to contribute to it. Nothing changed. I didn't go learn any new technical skill. I didn't nothing. Yeah. And and again, we were going to get to this point where we talk about each sign, but let's just do a preview here because you're an Aquarius. Right. And you know, it was in your solar, it is happening in your solar 11th house of groups and technology, technology. Technology. There there was the 
you know, that's where you were stumbling at. How? It was. How? How? Where am I going to host this? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I know everyone's interested in learning how it's going to affect them, but let's just talk a little bit um, history with eclipses because there's some pretty fascinating information out there about how eclipses are associated with new people taking power. Yes. The handoff of power. Yeah. giving something up, other person inheriting it. We can go back to royalty, mm-hmm. kings and queens. That is the that is the, where it's really noted that usually royalty are born on eclipses. Now, that's pretty wild. They bor- they're born or they die. Well, I'm sorry. That's yeah. right. They, yeah. Yeah. Yes, they pass. They, they pass in, they pass out of this world. Yeah. And again, an eclipse, think about a baby is born, and we think, oh, how sweet, but now it's eclipsed. Oh, it's royalty. It's a royal baby, right? Right. right. Anyhow, that was, this is, goes way back. I mean, goes back to Mesopotamia, goes back to the attitude they had literally to protect the king during lunar eclipses. They would appoint a new king, oh and the God. new king <laughs> would go on the throne and the real king would kind of go low key, wouldn't be seen, hide, hide, hide out basically. Mm-hmm. And then this is terrible. Then at the lunar week, after the past, they would kill the fill-in oh king. Uh, again, I can't imagine, okay. you know, like a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. And then they felt they had protected the king. Then the king would come back on the throne. Okay. That's the level of belief. So, I mean, again... That really rubs us the wrong way, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, we see some modern nowadays. I mean, the security guards would take the hit, right? Security follows and protects yeah. people, celebrities, right. um, people in office. Oh, that's a good thing, yeah, to keep them protected. But, but anyhow, this is like a, self, a very bad story of a self fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely. That you, okay, so we'll kill somebody else, we won't kill the king, you yeah. know, type of thing. But again, that's just the belief that was there. And also, what's interesting is they were tracking, that's the big thing, they were tracking the loon eclipse way back in the times you know well so even if we just bring that forward to the royal family we just had uh prince philip pass away uh so we're within six weeks of that yes um, yes prince philip exited out here in the month of april um uh and here comes six weeks just like what you said yeah is that amazing yeah uh we also had prince william was born on a solar eclipse Amazing. Yeah. Kate Middleton was born on a lunar eclipse. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, you know, what are the odds here? Um, and then we can bring in uh, when we're in eclipse season, when the moon is on the north nodes right. as well. We also see a lot of royalty uh, born under those degrees. So that brings in Prince Harry, Prince Charles, um, and even the children then of William and Kate. Yeah. Yeah. Even baby Archie was born with the nodes on his ascendant. And most importantly, the queen, Queen Elizabeth, was born immediately with the nodes on her ascendant and descendant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, oh my God. you know, the nodes, we're not going to describe this, but the nodes play a big part in the eclipse. Of, yes. So that's why we can pull over to the nodes, and it's still very significant. So, but think of the average person being born. Again, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I would take note, and, and people may not know, because the chart, when you look at it, it's not really obvious. Oh, this was an eclipse you were born under. No, it does not. You have to do that. a little research, and there are tables, obviously, that you can get online that show when all the eclipses happened. And many times we recommend people looking it up, or you know, we look it up. Um, so the idea is, anyone born near a lunar eclipse, and near meaning the day before, the day after, 
they are considered quote unquote special. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they can take on a little bit of a royal feel, feel to them. Natural leaders. Yeah, they stand out. And, uh, you know, it can go bad and can go good, right? So it's not that every leader is good. So no. it's not like no. perfection. <laughs> don't, you know, don't get us wrong there. But um, there's a theory out there. Again, I'm not sure that I subscribe to it, but it's something to look at. It says those born under, um, oh, you know what? This is solar eclipses. That's what, I'm sorry, we're yeah. talking lunar eclipses. So yeah. forget about that. I'm not going to okay. get on that. Okay. But I will say... Uh, there's an interpretation for solar eclipse, but let's focus on the lunar eclipse. Those born under the lunar eclipse, they may experience chaos swirling always around them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would also think just with the lunar, because the moon represents home, it represents your emotions, it um, represents family. Right. Nurturing, that there could be a lot of swirling chaos around home life. Yeah, and you know who, who number one on that list for someone born with the lunar eclipse was Donald Trump. Mm. Donald Trump was born on a lunar eclipse and Gloria Vanderbilt. Again, I don't know if you know that story, but crazy stuff, you know, crazy home conditions and life and big things happening around him. So the I, that's just a theory that it swirls around them. Uh, some people believe it just is them, that they create the chaos <laughs> yeah. themselves. Other people think it swirls, they carry it with them like a backpack where right. they go, right. <laughs> chaos happens. So again, that's kind of interesting to... Uh, so just to go back to that idea, if people wanted to go onto a search engine and look up lunar eclipse or solar eclipse, which we'll probably do another episode on yes, solar eclipse, um, you want to look at the degree that they happened at. Well, actually, you'd want to go probably to your birth date, look, scroll through and, and see if you can locate your birth date um, mm -hmm. and to see if there was anyone, any happening on or around within a few right. days of exactly. your birthday. You can, you can look at a chart and quickly see if you were born under a new moon or yeah. a full moon. Right. Okay. So that would be your first. If you have them close together, there's a good suggestion that, oh, oh, you were born, you could be born under an eclipse. True. If your sun and moon are squared, no, you're not born under a, an eclipse. Very true. Right. So Very there true. is a there is a clue looking at the chart. Oh, that's a possibility. Let me look it up. Yeah. So we don't all need to rush and do this because you know there's there's just those that have that sun and moon in a line. That's the idea. They're in alignment with each other. So when this when these eclipses happen, we've already kind of talked about. You might discover something about yourself. There might be something that's revealed. There might be the kind of end to a question that's been at hand. Um, this one is happening at five degrees of Sagittarius. Yeah. So you can go look at your chart. This is what I was confusing myself with earlier. You oh. can look at your chart to see where five Sagittarius is in your yes. chart to see where yeah. it's activating, if it sits on an actual planet or what house it is activating just to get some more personal information. We're going to talk from a solar standpoint today, just so we can go through all 12 of the signs. Right. Meaning that we're not going to look at, we're not looking at anyone's specific chart. We're looking at the solar chart. So it's, it's, yes, it's broad. So you really need to know where, what specific house maybe to get more information out of your chart. Um, but yeah, let's start and what, what, what it means to each of the 12 signs to have this lunar eclipse happening. Yeah. Um, we can also just talk about real quick who it should be most affecting. Oh, yes, yes. Um, so any of our Sagittarius is born between November 22nd and 27th? They are really being hit. Yeah. They are very strongly being hit. I would encourage them to go back. Um, these eclipses 
run about 18, approximately 18 years. So you'd go back to May of 2002 mm -hmm. and look to see what was the big shift at that point. And again, think of in terms of what was already done by the end of 2002. What had you accomplished? What were you done with? What were you moving on from? What idea has now arisen that now is far more interesting than what you were previously about? We can also look at our early uh, Gemini's, so May 22nd to May 31st, mm -hmm. our early Virgos, 24th of August to 31st of August, and then early Pisces, the 19th yeah. to the 28th of February. Yeah, those people, are, and what we're saying is just mathematically, yeah. it's in more alignment, so it's a closer connection. Okay, so let's start with um, Aries, like we always do. Yes, yes, happening in their solar ninth house. Now again, this is peaking by May, it's a done deal. The story's over with by May 26th. So you, you probably, many of you may, half of you may already go, oh, I know exactly what it yeah. is, it's already happened. Yeah. The other half probably is going, oh yes, it is unfurling, it's happening as we speak. Yes. Okay, yeah. so that solar ninth house would certainly, number one, education. Yep. There could be some clarity about, oh, I'm receiving my certification, I've gotten my promotion, because the ninth house is all about advancement. So it's some clarity about, are you moving up? Did you get the job? Did you um, pass the test? Are you going to get... Did you oh, qualify? Did you qualify? Is the company going to send you to go do something now? Or am I going to travel? The tra oh, yeah. the, this That's could be a big one. <laughs> this could be I'm making my travel plans, right? <laughs> my first oh, plan and again, I've seen it where they're going. To, they're making the plans, and the plans are done now. I'm yep. set. I'm I'm thinking I'm going in August. You know that type of thing. Or the other side is I've seen them complete the trip. Yeah. Under this energy. Yeah. It's all about expansion. I would say overall this is favorable. If someone had big legal issues going on, or just even proactive legal things going on, yes, it would get resolved by May 26. So at least you would clearly know where you stand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for Taurus, hitting the solar eighth house. Yeah. Well, we get into complexities. You could be getting into things about, oh, we're having to, uh, we're getting new car insurance, we're looking at life insurance, we're refinancing our mortgage, we're uh, uh, in a, oh, my company's in a merger of some sort. We're getting completion. This is details. These are things you generally aren't sharing with people. Yeah. And on a very personal level, this can be very sexual. I was going to say, yeah. yeah very yeah. sexual going on. There could be something about, you know, what is the status of this relationship? Is it going to go on? Getting clarity. Yeah, the eighth house, there can be a lot of taboo topics there. So you, like you said, it's maybe something that you're not being as vocal about, about what's happening, or people can't necessarily see what's happening. Whereas the Aries that we were just talking about, that should be very public. Yes, exactly. Taurus, you might be kind of on the hush-hush about what's happening. Well, that can be concerned about someone's health. Are sure. they going to be okay? Are they going to make it? Are they going to come out of the surgery? You know, I mean, you, you may show your concern, but I mean, you don't really show in how deeply you may be concerned or concerned about the financials, how deeply you may be worried about your financials. Right. But there could be some, there could be gain through that as well. True. You just get, you're getting clarity. Uh, for Gemini's hitting the solar seventh, so partnerships should be coming into focus Absolutely. So kind of similar to that eighth house about, okay, what is the final stance with this partner? But it also is great for alliances, oh. uh, for partnerships through work, not just sexual partners. Um, great for some tangible upgrades as well if you've been thinking about I upgrading would, your lifestyle. 
Right. Yeah. Uh, the idea of networking, yeah. you know, finding that some, oh, this is a great person. This is a good connection, you know, and then getting some, something that feeds back that tells you, oh yeah, this is a really good connection yeah. or, oh, this person, hmm, no, they, they didn't do squat, you know, so then you would make your decision. You kind of, kind of repetitive, but by May 26, everyone should feel more confident. They've gotten all the information they need. And again, can I make up a terrible one? Make up a terrible one, someone who has a problem, that it keeps happening, keeps happening, keeps happening, and you've been tolerating it. Under this energy, it's like you're more apt to say, yeah, that's yeah, it, that's I can't, it. Can't, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, and, that, and the endings don't always have to be associated with sadness. No, no, there you know, can there be can a be sense a of liberation. Great relief. Like I don't have to carry this person's baggage. Um, next for cancers, it's happening in your solar sixth house. So there should be some new beginnings around work. Yeah. There should be some new opportunities in regards to how you serve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, this would go back into that area of the sixth house is oftentimes associated with paperwork, getting the paperwork yeah. accomplished, getting it filed away. That's a done deal. Um, Applying, put, getting all the paperwork in order. Yes. Yes. For Leo's, it's happening in your solar fifth house. So this is fun. I would think Leo should feel a little bit flirtatious. Their social life might be blossoming right now. They might have some nice friendships or opportunities coming through. Oh, I was invited. I was allowed in. Yeah, something that sends a signal. Remember, it's, you're being eclipsed. Yeah. So the old you that thought, oh, I don't belong in that group. Now all of a sudden, oh, I do belong in this group. You know, we could have that thing. Mm -hmm. Could be a lot of focus on children. Could be a lot of focus on pregnancies. True. That, uh, pregnancy eclipses everything. Right. right? Oh, my gosh. Right. My life is going to change. Right. So True. we have some news coming in that area, potentially, if that applies. Yeah. And if not, just could be children in general. But how you express yourself. Yeah. I'm thinking of several Leos that have just recently been invited into new groups. Oh. Yeah. Right. It's performance art. So something that you may take up and I want to be good at. Yeah. For our Virgos, it's hitting a solar fourth house. So there should mm -hmm. be a big focus on home so maybe that example we gave with someone renting for a long time and now they're buying a house again that the thoughts around the home are being eclipsed right and it can be focused on parents concerns getting the parent into a better place helping to get them transferred sure. so we can have that stuff we can go back to our ancestors mother father type of energy um, also just a lot of focus on um, self-care <laughs> maybe i need to start taking care of myself yeah uh, Libra is happening in the solar third. <sighs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah, solar third. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking short-term short -term travel. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we just took two Libras on a very short road trip yeah, yesterday. Yes, we, did. <laughs> we did. That's right. That's uh, right. Uh, but licensing, I think there would be a, a big focus on just the mundane and upgrading the mundane or having a change in the mundane schedule. Oh, I didn't see that coming. So... Mm -hmm. Just something that would be very relevant right now, teachers not knowing, okay, what is the classroom going to look like? What does you my day-to-day -day schedule look could like? could easily be a learning curve. I can, I can yeah. speak for one Libra. He's on a huge learning curve right now, taking in lots of information. Yeah. Um, and uh, the idea of having it gel together. If any Libras were looking to upgrade their car, Oh, this would be a great energy. Yeah, or maybe they need to get the information. Oh, I need to get a new car. Sure. They get the word. Oh, we can't. This is going to cost X amount of dollars. Okay, you need to. You, we're out. We're car shopping. Yeah. 
Uh, Scorpio's hitting solar second house, so yeah, monies, monies, <laughs> monies. But that would be the default. Yep. Monies, okay. Because right. we're doing solar, we know that's a very broad swath of people we're talking about. So yes, a consciousness about money, clarity about money. Um, so that's fine. But um, that second house oftentimes has a lot to do with home and real estate and security and yeah. foundation. Right. And so here I know my thing is that we've been shopping for flooring shopping for flooring and disagreeing on flooring and then coming to agreement on flooring and then oh then what about paint color so it's harmony it's a harmony that Taurus wants harmony wants beauty we're trying to add some more of that into our home environment so that could be something the idea is stability and and feeling safe yeah I was so also it's more than with, just money well with the money is putting out large amount of money to guarantee those things that or to secure those things that you That's just That's right, said. yes. Yeah. yeah, is it going to be worth it, right? Yeah. Exactly. So that could even be, oh, I'm buying a diamond ring to mm-hmm. secure this right. relationship. A relationship, yes. So, yeah. yeah, love. Big love stories could be coming out for Scorpio. Yep. Uh, for Sagittarius, uh, because this lunar eclipse is happening in your sign, it's hitting your solar first house. So Ooh. there should be some sort of change in the way that you're introducing yourself it'd be a great time for new opportunities to come forward and again maybe opportunities that you didn't see coming because um it's this the the moon it could be representative of a parent oh yeah i mean that the sagittarius is lighting up their whole chart because it's the angles so it's lighting up how they're viewing partnerships what they're thinking about home their work reputation. So that's why we said Sagittarius are really being hit now, particularly those early ones that we spoke about. And again, I'd say go back to the spring of 2002 and what was clear, what was resolved at that point? Where did you feel like, okay, now I'm going on from here? Yeah. For Capricorns, it's hitting the solar uh, 12th house. Mm -hmm. Um, So Capricorns could be doing some have some opportunities for some downtime we could put that in there some healing Um, and we also could put it in about them identifying who is not supporting them we talk about hidden enemies it's a really old school interpretation for the 12th house people that are working against you that you don't even have a clue you know have no idea what they're thinking of you or what what they're saying behind your back so the lunar eclipse would really identify and not maybe when in deep detail, but now you know, you know, I don't feel good about that person anymore. I'm, I need to pull out. Um, so it could I, expose hidden influences. Hidden influences, yes. Uh, allergies, things of that nature going into the body. But also a great need to do something like, you know, a, a healing class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the time to do yoga, Pilates, whatever, you know, all these lovely healing therapies. True. Even spa days or I'm getting on a cleanse. Yes. Something that is good for the body. Um, For Aquarius, we kind of already touched on this, hitting the solar 11th. So this is great for uh, groups. It's great for technology. So feeling like I belong, feeling like you've gotten into a group. You heard my story about the technology. It could just be good for figuring something out um, with the internet, learning how to get a larger presence on the internet. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's also the big vision, the vision, 11th house. I don't say it often enough. It's hopes and wishes. 
right. hopes and wishes. And you know, many of us don't even know what our hopes and wishes are at different stages of our life. True. Some people seem to be always seem to know. Right. This is what I want. This is my next thing on my go-to list. But it's the thinking big, and this might be uh, getting some feedback about that. Right. Eleventh house is like I have a dream. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, and lastly, we have our Pisces um, hitting solar 10th house. So Pisces, there should be something with your reputation, something coming forward. I'm thinking of a gentleman that I know that just retired, Pisces. Okay. Uh, just retired here somewhere in this last 30 days. Here, It is a great example of, you know, uh, change in eclipsed. Oh, retirement eclipses it eclipses everything. Your yes. day-to-day schedule, right. and all of a sudden it's a big deal. Right. Right. Uh, but a, sh- a shift, a fluctuation in your reputation. So for some, this could be, oh, I'm, uh, uh, you know, a s- big change in a relationship. Oh, I'm no longer with them. Oh, I'm by myself now. That type of thing. So it's public. It, it goes kind of on the record almost on some level. You may not broadcast it to everybody, but it has happened. It's how you're going to have to introduce yourself in the future. Yeah. Um, or there could be a change in status with authority in your life. So we could talk about parents being authority in your life, oh. even, you know, into your adulthood mm-hmm. um, or with your bosses, your mentors, people above yeah. you and seeing right. changes in them that then ultimately eclipse whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. Mm-hmm. And also in that solar chance, it can, it, it, is, it doesn't seem intuitively correct. But it does have repercussions going back into their home life, Correct. repercussions back into their history. That whole fourth and tenth house, think of that fourth house as going eternally south. And that uh, uh, top, uh, the, cap, uh, the, the tenth house going eternally up. Mm-hmm. north i'm sorry yeah. that was poorly the way yeah. i said it but the idea is so we're going deep into history family history and and facing something absolutely um lastly we just want to touch on the chart of the u.s um, oh, just yeah. i think that's we were paying a lot of attention last year to what was going on in the u.s just because of um covid and because of the election so we just thought what is happening in the u.s chart with this lunar eclipse um and it is happening um it's happening this, right close to the ascendant. That's the, that's the big thing. We're working off a 12 degree Sagittarius ascendant for the USA chart. Okay, right. this is at five. Ooh, that's like is that close enough? It's right there on the you know edge. Yes, because uh, again, this is mon- what we call mundane astrology. You're looking at a chart of a country, so this would say there's a rebirthing. We now are. We should have some great clarity about where we're headed by the 26th of May. Yeah. I mean, I know there's some good things in the headline. I certainly have seen some great news. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been some turmoil, Sagittarius in the Justice Department. Right. Right. We could say, yeah, okay, I can think the headlines have been grabbing the issues of right and wrong and legal and illegal and things of that nature strong. It is opposing our Uranus in the sixth, and the sixth house represents the public, the health of the public. Oh my gosh. This would be can I dare say it? I don't want to, <laughs> but it seems <laughs> like maybe saying. we really are coming to the end of the pandemic, right? Okay. The health of the people. There's yeah. a conclusion coming here by May 26th, or maybe it's a breakthrough in the medical, more breakthroughs in that area. But it also means the workers. And I know the unemployment rate has been dropping overall. So um, I would read this as somewhat favorable for our country. Yeah. We also wanted to just look at Biden's chart as well. Um, so in his chart, it's opposing Saturn by a few degrees. So we just look up what 
that natal Saturn um, looks like. And, you know, we would think that he'd be rolling out some new sort of law or plan or policy that would really be beneficial to uh, the children well, um, just, or the, the, the families. Right. The, 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 the literal interpretation for that his Saturn is the creation and implementation of a plan. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you caught that headline. He, he pledged, you know, uh, a reduction, you know, like 50%, you know, reduction, 58% reduction in carbon by the oh. end of this decade, 2030. Okay. So it was huge. I mean, that was huge. Like, how are we going to do that, you know, okay. type of thing. That's pretty strong. And he is coming out with more stuff geared to children and schools and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So he's right on target there. Uh, and one other quick thing, uh, when, you, when someone becomes a president, they kind of move into a special category. Now they're not just reflecting their own chart and what's going on in their lives. Right. Now they actually, by electing them, we've given them the power to reflect all of us. It's right. a very interesting that topic that when you really are voting, whatever is going on in that president's chart is going to show up in the land. Right. That's a pretty powerful it, statement. It's a pretty powerful thought, and that's why the idea of looking at a, a chart of a president it's not a bad idea before right. we elect them. Right, right. What are the natal themes and what's going to be activated? Right. Exactly. exactly. So again, we don't want to spend too much time on that, but just thought, okay, there could be some good news coming forward with some new um, implementations being put into place. Yes, absolutely. So happy uh, lunar eclipse to everyone. And if you haven't heard about it before, um, we are launching an online academy that allows you to learn astrology um, in a very similar manner of our podcasts except then it includes visuals and worksheets. Right. And I think the key word would be digestible. Yeah. Very easy to grasp, to understand, trying to keep the language simpler here on yes. an introductory level. Yeah. But enough, enough information for you to pick up your own chart and start seeing, oh my gosh, you know, Pluto squares my moon. Oh my gosh. You know, you can you learn things about yourself. It explains so many things. Things, so many things that you just ran into, situations. You know, when you compare lives, you oftentimes walk away going like, "Wow, how did all that stuff happen to her, and it didn't happen to me?" Or vice versa. Yeah, people always say like, "Oh, I'm a um, Gemini, and my best friend's a Gemini, but we're so different. How is that possible? Right. And so we just start giving you some, you know, astrology has just been boiled down to the sun sign for so long. And it's right. like astrology is on the rise. People are more interested in it. And, you know, we want to inform people like that. It is a new language. There's a lot to it, but how can we bring it to the masses? In All right. And you know what? This is also for those thinking that they may even want to practice astrology uh, even, you know, part-time or full-time, whatever. Uh, astrology is a growth industry. Yep. I've been saying that for the last seven years, <laughs> yeah. that there has been an explosion of a lot of professionals moving into this field. Yep. It's still wide open, yeah. but uh, there is space. If someone, it's not, it's not a pipe dream. I no. remember being back in Des Moines in 1982, uh, and um, we, we left Des Moines in 82. Say, yeah. yeah, when I left to say, I'm going to Las Vegas to be an astrologer. And that, if you want to shut down a room, that <laughs> shut down the room. Nobody whispered anything at that point, not even congratulations, or maybe yeah. I got a good luck thing coming. But it's, di it's a different world today. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So, and we um, can help you on that. We can help you. Absolutely. So that will be available um, that Friday before Mother's Day. So. so maybe that's my lunar eclipse in the second house. Maybe that's another version of it there. Absolutely. Okay. So thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.